culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter, and I have a lot going on in studio today. I have um, a a beard staring at me, and... um, a non-beard staring at me. <laughs> I have two guests um, that are very, very, very entertaining, and um, one has chosen to participate in Drink of the Week, and the other one is is um, is enlightening himself with some water. It's really good water. <laughs> it's fantastic water. First with me, I have producer and a producer and writer who has starred in Comedy Central's Tosh.0, and his most recent project is a pilot for MTV, which he produced and starred in, along with his BFF, his best friend forever, and fellow comedian, who I will be introducing in just a sec. Please welcome Rob Moore. Thank you, Zach. That is a very interesting beard. Would you be considered a ginger? Uh, Yes, I'm a ginger on the face and elsewhere, too. Yeah, I'm always confused about that. Yeah. About what's really a ginger, because technically it's red, and sometimes it's kind of like a brownish red. I'm like a mild ginger. I, I don't okay. I don't deserve to be called a full ginger, because I think, like, growing up, I didn't have any issues. Like, no one teased me for being ginger. All I care about is there is there a real fire crotch. Like, is that Not happening? a real fire crotch, but I'm glad, I'm glad that you asked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My next guest is a comedian, host, actor, and producer who has starred in numerous TV shows and digital content on sites like College Humor and Funny or Die. And he's also been in several commercials, and he's going to run out here to hopefully land another one of those commercials. Mm. Please welcome Alex Weber. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for driving all the way out here from Venice. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And I am I am not a ginger, but I do have a fire crotch. That's it's just bright. Do you red. really? Yeah, it's just really? it's a fireball. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, I, that's a lovely picture. It's like a Mortal Kombat special move. <laughs> and you guys are also world, world. How do I say that? World record breakers. Yeah, like big world record breakers. Yeah. We yeah. have we have the world record for the longest video chat ever. Like. Mm. Like dirty Skype, is that what happened? There, I mean, there was it was it was hashtag no filter, if I may say <laughs> that. Uh, but it was fourteen days straight, anything and everything for fourteen days. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> but first, we have our drink of the week this week, which um, is a blood orange margarita Yum. made with mm. fresh organic blood orange, fresh lime, organic tequila by Ixa. And um, an optional splash of Grand Marnier. It's a good optional one. It is. I agree. Mm. We had it before, and then we splashed it in afterwards, yeah. and it was well, not bad. Well, aftershave, yeah. <laughs> you can get the recipe for that at JustPlainZack.com. 
go right now. And don't forget to, to follow me. You can get my social media links there. But first, I need to talk to these gentlemen about this this dirty Skype that they did for two weeks. I don't know how. I mean, wait, are we classifying it, it as a dirty wait, Skype? Was it, was it on Skype or what did you host? First, yeah, w- yeah. yeah, what platform did you host it on? Well, so we first did it on a platform, which I, I won't sandbag them, but we. we Uvu. Did... It was Uvu. <laughs> we used Uvu. I have an Uvu t shirt that they mailed. We, we, Uvu Good t-shirt. for them. Uh, but it was like it was like a little. It was like a little baby, if I may, and like every few hours, the baby would be like, "Wake up and take care of me." So we had to stop. Oh, well, we're not having. Ba- I, I'm not gonna have a baby after this. Are you that having was, babies? One hundred percent, I'm gonna have a baby. Are you? Have you 100%. been working on babies? Haven't. Well, little uh, like, Uvu more. <laughs> don't, I don't refer to my unborn child as Uvu more. <laughs> that is the furthest name that it will ever be named. No, so Uvu was. It was fine. Okay, the first week we used Uvu, and it literally dropped just so many times and we had two devices so that we had a backup device in case one dropped off so it was always like it was kind of like triple fisting babies where you have like Mm. your two devices that are (laughs) like triple fisting that did not come out right yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you at the Sahara tent for triple fisting babies man Uh, so yeah so we we had our two devices, which had the had the video chat going, and then we had our personal devices so that we could communicate with Houston, aka our base camp and our director, and also the world around us. Okay. Um, so there was a lot of technology between you know the two of and us. And then Google Hangout is what we did on the the last maybe nine days. Uh, and Google Hangouts just a gem. I love you. Google so Hangouts. I want to know what made you guys wake up and decide, hey, we're going to video chat for two weeks, oh, man. nonstop. So uh, the third partner in crime in this is a guy named Ilya Polyakov, who's very talented. He's a director and super funny, and also a codependent uh, with his best friend who moved to London, and they uh, video chatted every day for four years. So we okay. found out about that, had a comedic idea for it, and then eventually just said, "Fuck it, and let's do it in real life." Because um, anyone we'd ever tell that to thought the idea was very cool, but they were like, could two people actually pull it off? And you did it. Yeah. And we did it. Yeah. So how did you guys, like, how did, did you sleep at all? Was there any, like, moments so, where so you didn't talk to each other? Have yeah, any? let's answer the immediate, like, questions of, like, yeah. how. Yeah, uh, how? So we did sleep. Uh, we did poop. Mm. We changed clothes. Wait, like people watch this? Yeah, so day one, day two, we pooped on camera, which was very uh, unnerving for us as well as our viewers because nobody wants to watch someone poop. But we were very much like, okay, we have to stay in frame and on camera and connected 24-7 for 14 days for it to be legit. Because we didn't want people to be like, oh, well, I could do that too. I could just leave my laptop on in my room for two weeks. But it was like, no, we wanted to take the audience with us wherever we went. So it wasn't just like in our bedrooms. (laughs) It wasn't just in our living rooms rooms it was also in the bathroom it was you know at the blackhawks game in chicago it was at venice boardwalk like we took the audience wherever we would go in our normal lives yeah 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 okay so (laughs) was there some abstinence going on over these past two weeks or like what was going on with sex so rob's wife was in pasadena and rob was with his family in chicago i was in venice uh california california and i guess just yeah and i guess just struck out uh immensely um, but we, I mean, yeah, no filter. So we originally said that, I don't think we said it. I think we just assumed that neither of us was going to, uh, jack off. off. Yeah, jack off. Uh, jack for, off, <laughs> as they say. 14 days. And then we actually did an interview during it, I think on like day seven. 
and we both admitted that yeah we've been jerking off the whole time. Yeah. So I think we lasted five days. <laughs> I lasted. I lasted. I'd say seven days. Seven days. Yeah, and then I just oh, just went after on it. camera. Jerk up a loser. No, no, no. So uh, my method was going under the covers in a pitch black room, like at night, okay. and just like sweating. Yeah. And uh, it was it was awful. I hated it. But sometimes you just like it was an extremely stressful two weeks. I'd, I'd boil it down to like there was a lot of fun, but there was a lot of stress staying connected. Every night Rob was like, okay. I'm going to make a fort. And then he would disappear for 20 minutes. <laughs> just take a bunch of like toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. These are my drapes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think Rob nailed it. There was so much fun and then just so much stress with like. Babies, little tech babies. We had you, to have the phones and the wireless and the batteries and, oh, because ugh. we we mom and popped our connection. Like we okay. didn't we didn't have a sponsor. We just right. decided to do it the three of us and kind of like do some research and be like, okay, who is the best coverage? Who has an unlimited data plan? How? What happens if our you know our A device coverage drops out? Do we have a you know a second network to uh, you know? give us coverage so okay we really kind of macgyvered our own system of mm-hmm. like okay in case we run into problem a problem b problem c we always had a backup plan and it uh it worked out but it was very stressful because yeah. it wasn't I like can imagine you know we didn't have like tens of thousands of dollar systems we had like a thousand we were literally system. calling up verizon during the video chat and like spending a half hour on hold asking them for like more gigabytes <laughs> and like pulling out our real credit card and like yeah yeah it was stressful I can imagine. Okay, so what about so you guys slept during this? I'm assuming so, like the camera would watch Not you well. sleep. So the first like, that sounds kind of scary. Like it was people very are just scary. watching. It was yeah. it was weird. I mean, it was like we we were joking about it during the 14 days. We were like three things: we were comedians, mm-hmm. we were scientists, and we okay. were lab rats. Yes. So the lab rat portion came when we were sleeping for sure because it's literally like we had two cameras focused in on us sleeping. And it's like I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would just like like see a monopod with an iPhone yeah. on it just glaring at me. And I'm like looking at it and making sure the connection is still there. And it was just like it was horrible sleep. I, I really like I almost cried one day from exhaustion. I was so exhausted because you couldn't sleep for more than like an hour at a time without being woken up, being like, are we still connected? And yeah. it was yeah. very Stressful. So how long was the last record for the longest video chat? Well, so we we keep saying, like, we set a new one. So there were two uh, teenage girls. They've now probably blossomed into young teenagers, but they were, like, 10. And they video chatted for 10 days, but they just kept it up, and they left the room, and they also did not live stream it. So what we did had never been done before, which we thought was cool. Um, And we actually reached out to Guinness and Guinness was like, yeah, no, we're, we're still a book. Like, we don't have that. Like, they, they said, are you going to do set a, a long phone call? And we're like, no, it's a video chat. It's totally different. Um, so Guinness didn't have any – Yeah, we They didn't want like, anything to do with it? We could have, like, appealed and done all this. And, and again, like, our motto was like, you know, GFY, go fuck yourself. We're going to just do this ourselves. And, Is uh, that our motto? I think <laughs> it might be. I think that's your new motto. It I might think be. You're, yeah. Hashtag GFY. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah, but we, we, I mean, we set a, a first ever world record. So basically, viewers could go to our website, nohangups.tv, okay. and our Facebook page, and then they could watch a live Ustream link that was okay. actually tapped into the Hangout session. So we had a computer in our, in our at Houston, that's what we called it, like okay. how NASA calls it. We started Houston. calling him God. 
which was a <laughs> because, bad decision. You know, in like Truman Show, he could just like tap into our lives whenever he wanted, so it was very unnerving. But then, yeah, I guess we went with Houston. But he's he's it was going to his head, I think. It was going bit. to his head because he would be like, "Hey, God here, uh, I need you guys to do this, this, and this." Uh, okay, over now. Wearing all people... white right now. And yeah. are people listening to that or? Yes. So the the yeah. conversation that Alex and I had was everybody. You could hear it. You could watch it. It was very much like a Truman Show, but with yep. two best friends, twenty four seven. So it was it was a social experiment. I think what yeah. started off as like a world record attempt. You know, it evolved into a social experiment because by day two, we we're like, what the fuck did we sign up yep. for? Like, this is crazy. And <laughs> I, I think it's a hyper analogy analogy of like our, you know, our constant desire and need now to be like connected with our smartphones. Like we can't even go for a walk without like bringing our smartphone with us. And I just that feeling made sense when we were doing a world record to stay connected 24 seven for 14 days. But now that we're not doing a record, it's like, why do I carry around my smartphone with me everywhere? Yeah. And I need signal all the time. It makes, it literally makes no sense. And, and to go even deeper into the rabbit hole, cause I've been giving it a lot of thought these last two weeks. I really think that this need and this desire to be connected has just been sold to us. And I think it's just been sold to us by these phone companies that offer us these enormous data plans and these unlimited data plans. And it's like, we don't really need to be connected all the time. And this project led me to that conclusion. So Rob has a nice little, uh, he has a nice little cave in the woods now. He's moved out there with Noel, his wife. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Are you, have you joined the Amish community? Uh, It's not about being Amish. It's just about being aware of what's actually happening because that need to be connected. I think after doing this project, I was like, why am I connected all the time? Why do I need my smartphone with me everywhere? So I think it's just important, and Alex, you you talked to this too, just asking that question of why. Yeah, and that's that's really all I'm doing. I'm and, not saying I'm going to go be Amish because that's not at well, all. And I, and I think in like you know I, I would say like um, I learned from this moderation, and that's like a word I played in sports my whole life, and that's a word that I never liked. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, if your moderation's lazy or you're not going all out, and like I would party and I'd be like, don't be moderate, go all night. And I think I've realized that it's actually a good thing because technology is incredible. Phones are incredible. I get to see my niece. That popped into my head, but like more so it's like, oh, I get to know my buddy's dumb dick joke who's in New York now, yeah. you know, that I never would have known. I get to stay in touch with people that I would have lost touch with. But I, I do think Rob is really accurate with like it gets excessive. And I, I think my biggest takeaway is any time, and, and Rob said we experienced like hyper examples of this, but any time any of us go to our phone, we're basically saying to ourselves, the people around us, and what we're doing, that there's something else better. Yeah. And it's like that. It's I, an I escape. Think, yeah, I think that's something to I mean, people don't even of. have conversations anymore. You go yeah. to dinner and you don't have a conversation with somebody because they're on their phone the whole time. It's insane. It's insane. And I, yep. you know, I think. Like last week, after week one of finishing the project, I was really feeling lo- like a major sense of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, whoa, like is it being back in L.A.? Is it – what is it? And I was like, no, it's because like I'm not video chatting 24-7 with my best friend. Like right. I don't have this person to kind of connect with all the time. I'm not connected as much as I was, which was yeah. like we did it for 336 hours. Like we went 24 hours yeah, a day. It was insane. Moses. But then I started asking myself, like, okay, so then if you kind of relate that to why you're constantly checking your smartphone throughout the day as a normal person, who right. normal being like 10 hours a day on your smartphone or your computer, which is still insane, mm-hmm. 
like, why are you doing that? And I think it's because we're afraid of being alone. And I think our smartphones give us a, a portal into connecting and to kind of pushing that really huh. scary feeling aside. And, That's and, an interesting And I, I really think if you if you really dig deep and you ask yourself, like, why am I checking Twitter? Why am I, you know, reading whatever I need to read? I think there are there are definitely moments where you're like, I need this information. It's really important to me. And there's yeah. a lot of moments. I think the majority of those moments are because you are feeling alone and you want to not feel that way. That's true. And texting people and being on social media gives you that sense of connection because you can, you know, connect with people over the internet or over these apps, but I mean, they aren't real relationships. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. It's like, I, I see both sides of it because like we wouldn't all be here doing it if it wasn't right. for all this tech. And so it's like, I'm definitely am aware of all like the wonderful things that it brings. Right. I think when I really get a little scared is when I think it deprives us of like real human experiences or growth or like I was in a bar and I saw a girl and I was going to go up to her and ask her out. Mm-hmm. But then, like, oh, gosh, I have to, like, okay, I have to muster the courage. I got to walk over there. I got to think of something witty. I got to do yeah. all this. Yeah. And I sincerely had the thought, no, 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 I'll just meet someone on an app, which never goes well. I think there was maybe a 12-month <laughs> window when dating apps came out where, like, Tinder was aces. It's not going to work out. Anyone who's on any of them, I, I'm sure they would verify that. And uh, it's scary because it's like, damn it, like, rather than, like, have conviction in myself and take courage and actually like communicate with a human. I was like, no, I'll just swipe a finger into the abyss. So do you think that all of this technology is hurting relationships? Cause I think people yeah. really like to make the argument that like Facebook is a great way to stay in touch with, uh, you know, relatives from across the country or old friends and reconnecting with people. And I think that is a benefit, but I feel like people use that as, you know, a way to, to say that, that all of this social media is good to stay connected. Zach, I think the, the amount of technology we have and the amount of ability to connect is hurting our relationship with ourselves more so than our relationships with others around us. I think that, yeah, sure. If you're in a bar, you're at dinner with your mom and like, you're just on your phone the whole time. You're being a dick. Like you're like, that's well, my mom's the one on her phone. the whole time. I'm going to tell her you called her a dick. Your mom's not a dick. I'm sorry. She has her moments. (laughs) She has her moments. But I, I would, I would like, Thinking about a time that I remember feeling like oddly alone was I was visiting the Grand Canyon. This is like two years ago. And I'm with okay. my my wife and her family. And I'm like staring at, staring at the, the biggest hole on earth, like the Grand Canyon. It's amazing. It, like it should make you feel right something. Like it should make you feel uncomfortable or lonely or like kind of just like, you know, think. And the whole time I'm like, how do I take the best fucking yeah. photo? And yeah. How do I take the best selfie? People, and I feel like yeah. it's a deflection of those feelings no, where you're just like, absolutely. actually like, right. oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm feeling something scary. And then you just deflect. Yeah. People are are no longer appreciating the moment. And it's more about like, I have to tweet this. I have to post this to Facebook. Let me take a photo. Let me get the right angle. You know, and that's that's what your mind is, is on in these moments. And you no longer get to appreciate any of that. And I think it goes to like, you know, what are we... <clears throat> And any of us would be lying. I'd be lying if, if it didn't feel good when you see someone like something. Because, right, that's like a pat yeah. on the back. We're, we're all, we all love Instant that. Instant gratification. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's scary, though, because it's like, well, where are you getting 
where are we getting our worth from? Like, I remember I, I, I did this story at this, at this uh, story slam called The Moth. And it right. meant a lot to me. It was about my dad who had a health scare, and we're really close. And I told the story, and it went great. And that's the end of the experience. And it was phenomenal. And then I shared it on Facebook, and I noticed myself checking every, I don't know, six seconds to see if the likes are going up. And that entire experience now is being reevaluated based off, like, if the kid who's inviting me to Candy Crush decides to like it. <laughs> because you just added, like, a, a tangible metric to yeah. a life moment. And, and that is what we're doing every day when we share. And I think when you share that new photo of your engagement ring, right. and then you go, oh, my photo got 91 likes, but Becky's got 200. Mm-hmm. It's like... Becky's way cool. Becky's way cool. Becky's but like, a boss. <laughs> I, I know myself, and I don't think I'm a shallow person. I think I think I try and not be a shallow. And mm-hmm. I, I know myself when I post things just like Alex and just like you, I'm sure, Zach. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like... How many likes did it get? And then yeah. you add this like metric to this life moment. It doesn't. And I, and I got a hundred. Yeah. And I got a hundred guys. So I'm like, I'm not a loser. Like, I think I'm <laughs> you got a hundred likes yeah, on that. Yeah, but like, but it's bad because like I coached a high school lacrosse team, and all those kids because they got all their high school friends, they get like three hundred, and they're like, coach doesn't have any friends. You got like thirty seven likes. You know, I'm in the like trenches right now, man. It's tough, dude. My little brother, he's fifteen. He has so many more Snapchat followers than me. <laughs> And it's Isn't it it's depressing. And he's strictly his handle. <laughs> and he's like, not like in the industry. His like, handle. Like, this is my yeah, job for yeah. you. Okay, so on that point, are you pro social media or against it? Um, I am. I'm pro social media. I think it is a brilliant discovery. I think I'm pro social media when you have an awareness of what okay. you're doing, and I also think I'm pro social media with moderation. Okay. I've had those days where I've just like like today I sat on Twitter trying to make a tweet about Jared Fogle going to prison. Sure, and I spent maybe ten minutes, and then I just didn't even post it because I was like, I don't want to talk about this idiot. And then I was just like, like was it good? was it funny though? It it wasn't. It was just it was it was brash. It wasn't okay. good. Okay, well, I'm glad I didn't tweet it. But sure. like I don't have those ten minutes back. No, neither does Jared. Everyone lost. Yeah. Jared lost a lot more time than you did. Jared Vogel lost Jared a, made his a choices. lot about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now I can't stop thinking about Jared and Subway. Uh, you see what you did to me? I'm sorry. That's, you know, it's great stuff. That's what I got in my victory dinner with Rob. Uh, really, I really should have classed it up, but <laughs> on our on our last, on our 14th day... Rob and I didn't ask me anything where he and I, Ilya was like, you guys are going to get really drunk. And we're like, we don't think we need to get really drunk. Like, we're really open people. <laughs> and we the just God's lie. like, get really drunk. <laughs> I am God. We're like, oh my God, okay. Um, yeah, and we did that in our last night and ended up getting blitzed. And and that was actually the highest viewership we had over the 14 days. That really? asked me anything. And then also when we hung up, people tuned in. Right. People were and I think very... our fight, we, we like sincerely... Rob and, I, Rob and I have been have through a fight. lot of things together, and so and, and we have a really deep, great friendship. Okay. So I think we always saw the best in the other person, worked it out together. And so I, I honestly, like, I, I tap our shoulders for it. I think only one fight is remarkable, considering the circumstances. Um, but there was one day midway where we, like, actually got into it. Um, and then what About is so— what? Well, I'll, I'll definitely let you know. What was so hilarious about it is, like, we, like, had at it, like, 
hot fire, like shots fired right back and forth. And then we can't hang up. So it's just like us just like sitting there right across from each other. Yeah. What was this big fight about? So what happened was, you know, you realize several days into this that it's like, wow, it's a it's a relationship. It's more mm, than a friendship. Crazy. It's more than a video chat. Yeah. It is a, a relationship. And uh, well, just to set the stage, uh, like so we had these, you know, we we each had we had this video chat going, but we also were in these headsets. And so for the entirety of every single day, we're connected, he and I. Mm-hmm. And it's like I always say, like. We didn't want to upset the other one because we had to go home with them at the end of the night. Yeah. So it's like we were really dialed into that person's life. And and the the argument came when it just kind of we kept having kind of repeat like misses with mm-hmm. scheduling. Rob, Rob went to a uh, a brewery tour, which he totally should have done, and I should have been there from him. And okay. and I like wanted to take a shower, and so Rob's at this like cool brewery tour in Chicago, and everyone when they first meet us gets a really kick out of like, wait, you have a buddy in the phone, and that's like the joke that everyone wanted to see. Okay, so he's at this cool brewery. They're letting him do a tour because he gets VIP treatment because he's doing a video chat, and they're like, "Where's your buddy?" And he's like, "I think he's like douching right now. I don't know. He's scrubbing his back." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. And, so and people watched you take a shower. That oh, yeah. was actually one of the more enjoyable times because, aside from uh, <laughs> for you, not for aside me. from sleeping, that was the only time where it was like, oh, I have two hands and I can be somewhat disconnected. Okay. Um, even though we had water cases and took the yeah, we took we took our cell phones with us. So like, I showered and literally the phones like underneath the water, looking right at me. It was the um, longest. It was PG thirteen. Like we're not yeah. showing below the waist, but it was. Accident. I mean, you accidentally did a few times. I did. I, I definitely did. I think we both did. I did not, unless mm. I don't know something. <laughs> if, you, if you see a fireball, you'll know what. <laughs> so the fight escalated from you trying to take a shower while he was at this brewery. Yeah, and I mean, it's a it's classic like... boyfriend girlfriend fight. <laughs> just like, why weren't you there for me? Yeah. I am there for you, but like just you just did like a minute of me time, <laughs> babe. <laughs> That's I'm sorry we fought. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the good thing is you've made up and you're both here together. Yeah, hundred I mean, percent. Jeez. It was it was a long fourteen days. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, what's the biggest takeaway you each took from this experience, Rob? Uh, my biggest takeaway is I love Chicago. I grew up there. I love that city. And my second biggest takeaway is I would love to maybe go back to using like a flip phone. <laughs> um, I know I won't do it, and I'm I, I'm trying to figure out why, but I do think that if I were to get a flip phone, I might actually be more productive. I might write more. I might actually live longer. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep experimenting with myself now that the no hangups experiment has ended. Alex? Well done. Um, yeah, I think like life journey wise, I realized that I love this shit, like doing social experiments and and all this. Like that's what I want to do. Is and we okay. were talking about it, like yeah. non scripted and hosting and all and all that stuff. So I I definitely know that. Uh, and then like life takeaways, I'd say, geez, I I always thought like present and be free were like yoga terms, <laughs> and I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Holy shit, be present and be free because just the ability. And obviously, like Rob said, it's a hyper analogy. But just, like, 
walking out of the house and like taking a walk and like sunshine and those things I've never appreciated more in my life. Um, and just, yeah, actually being present with people was something I missed so much during the 14 days was not having, you know, my focus yeah. divided seven ways, but actually like being with someone. So yeah, I think that's, that's a forever takeaway for sure. Very cool. Okay, and the last question that I always ask everybody on the show is if you could go back to your to to twenty year old Alex and twenty year old Rob, what advice would you give him? I'll let you kick it off, Alex. Uh okay. Um so I'll say this, we're on hashtag no filters. Uh I took shrooms when I was twenty one, my f- senior year uh in college, and it uh-huh. changed my life. And my takeaway was that was follow your fire and I think like listen to your heart, follow your fire for the rest of your fucking life because that's the only answer or else you just get bitter and convince yourself you're fine, but you're not. So <laughs> listen to your fucking heart, follow your fire, and I would have said take shrooms at 20, not 21. Um, Why at 20, not 21? Just because it would have been a year earlier. And I've only <laughs> started telling people that I, I usually say, like, I had a late night where I just did soul. No, I took shrooms. Uh, <laughs> so I'd say if, if you're looking to do some soul searching, it really helped me out, and if it helps you out too, bless your soul. All right, Rob. So I had the worst experience ever taking mushrooms. Yeah, but mushrooms. you went to like time. <laughs> I I took mushrooms my freshman year in college at NYU and I lost it. Like I literally had the worst trip of my life. So from my perspective, take whatever drug you feel most safe taking. Sure. <laughs> maybe sure. it's mushrooms, maybe it's not. Um what would I tell my 20-year-old self? Oh god. I guess travel more fuck that's so lame shut up rob come on it's your 20 year old self is this all part of the quote (laughs) (laughs) 20 year old rob's like i'm over this uh 20 year old rob i would say um be go go easier on yourself okay go easier on yourself it's you're great you're not you're not a bad dude and uh yeah go easier on yourself i like that I like it a lot. Okay, so what what are your social media handles? Where can people find you online? Or um, have you just completely discontinued? <laughs> oh no! Disconnected. Uh, no, no. Right. Please follow us on everything and <laughs> yeah. be glued to it. Connect with us every day, twenty four seven on social media. Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at uh, Real Rob Moore. I also have a YouTube channel where I release funny sketches. Uh, it's youtube.com slash Real Rob Moore. Give me a sub, and uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, and I am at I'm Alex Weber uh, across the mall and I'm AlexWeber.com. And Rob loves to say the Ron Burgundy quote of I'm Alex Weber. Uh, but that's exactly what it is. Uh, yeah. I'm and, Alex and this Weber? is NoHangups.tv as well, is, is where you can yeah, see all of Definitely us. Like, give uh, the No Hangups project a like on Facebook so you can stay up to date because we are we're actively pitching a TV series, a TV spinoff of the, the chat. Okay. And then we are cutting together a feature documentary. Because uh, we had filmmakers, we had two shooters with us the entire fourteen days. Ah, so we nice. have so much footage, um, and we I was also recorded. Ask, was any of this documented to oh, watch? Oh, everything so was much. documented. Ah. We have so much footage. So there will be a documentary coming out. So give us a like on Facebook. Just search "No Space Hangups," and you will find us. All right, I like it. Thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter. You can watch Alex on college humor, funny or die and national commercial campaigns. Like I said, hopefully he's going to land another one right up after the show. Alex performs in Los Angeles at the upright citizens brigade and stand up at the comedy store. And Rob 
Rob performs sketch and improv at the clubhouse, I.O. West and UCB. And he has a lovely wife that he is actively trying to make a baby with. Okay. Be sure to check out their websites and follow them on social media. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms and listen to hashtag no filter on iTunes every Wednesday. Thank you guys for listening. I will be back next week and every other week after that because I am addicted to social media and I'm addicted to you. Bye. <laughs>